Fire is there as well. It's going to be Fraser. to prove to anyone why you are the Wellington Phoenix's biggest ever deal. That is exactly why. That is an extremely good strike from Fraser. No keeper in the world, male or female, is saving that one. Yeah, the only uh, risk the keeper was at was hurting her neck as she looks up and to her right and sees the ball crash into the net. Uh, as heard on Sky Sports uh, yesterday, Jason Pine, Katie Barrett on the mic. As the Wellington Phoenix women have made a very positive start to the A League in Potidor Park, three goals to one. They've been in Western United. Western United only scoring, I think, out deep into stoppage time. The aforementioned Katie Barrett joins us, who was with Sky Sport, but of course uh, with the Wellington Phoenix, where she is uh, a female uh, academy lead, female development academy lead. Katie, thanks so much for giving up the summer year Monday. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Still, still a little bit on the come down, if I'm honest. Um, after what I got to see at Porirua Park. Um, but, yeah, thank you for having me. And, yeah, so happy for Paul and for the girls. Yeah, they're fun to watch, aren't they, Katie? And yeah, and I, re- I remember last season they were quite good after sort of eight or nine rounds. And they sort of matched up. If, if you ran a league table from that point on, about fifth or sixth. So they were the, – the bones were there. But the start to last season was really hard for everyone involved. But this time around, it's clicking. They are good to watch. What do you put it down to? Yeah, I guess I've been lucky enough to see some of the work um, behind the scenes and knew this was brewing for a while now. And, yeah, being able to see it um, and being able to know that other people can see it is really, really special. I think, uh, look, the imports make a big difference to the squad. It allows... Just those young players, the Macy Fraser, Manaya Elliott, to be able to step up in those opportunities and shine um, a little bit more. So I think the imports have made a massive difference. We've seen the difference they've made to other sides in the league as well. Um, they haven't been uh, like oh, they they haven't been outstanding all of the time, but you definitely notice that they they do ramp up the quality in that group as well. So. Yeah, I think uh, massive credit to the club for getting those girls along because, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely made a bit of a difference this season. Yeah, like Davidson adds balance at right fullback. They probably lack that natural sort of attack-minded fullback. Uh, Speckmeyer and her sort of um, goal-scoring prowess to the fore last weekend. And those type of players, especially up front, who can poach you a goal are just worth their weight in gold. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, in years previously, maybe there was only one or two goal-scoring threats. And with the quality in the league in terms of analysts and support staff at other sides, if you've only got one or two threats, uh, an opposition team can usually work out how to stop that one. Whereas now, you know, seeing Kate Taylor have some strikes outside the box, you know that Macy Fraser is always dangerous. Beckmeyer, you can mark her, but then you've got Emma Main, Hope Breslin out on the wing. So I think there's just so many different options to the Phoenix side. And at the same time, while you've got all of that joy in attacking, you've got Mackenzie Barry and Marisa Vandermeer and Riley Foster all doing an exceptional job back there too. So, yeah, it's just a really balanced side this year. Yeah, and you've got a lot more experience. And I had Sean Gill on the show on the Saturday session on Saturday, and he, he, he outlined just the experience the New Zealand players have had uh, is so vital. They, they, they just feel far more self-assured at this, at this level. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think even those maybe unexperienced players in the league have played high level in America. We've got Macy who's already been to two age group World Cups. Manaya captained the under-17 side. So I think we're seeing a little bit more experience. Obviously, that generation kind of in between Macy and in between Manaya um, missed out on age group World Cups due to COVID. And I think that makes a big difference in a young player's career. I think you mature a lot from those experiences. So, yeah, when even your inexperienced players still have international experience, I think that's pretty special. Katie, what stood out as far as the performance against United yesterday? Yeah, uh, I think I think for me, I went into the game a little bit nervous. Western United have been pretty aggressive and assertive, and I think that's that's a, that we haven't seen from the Phoenix yet, like them being... Yeah, a bit pushed around, especially when you've got technical players in your squad. It can be a little bit hard. And I wouldn't say that the Phoenix dominated that game. I think Western United were certainly in the game for the most part. But I think what I'm most pleased with is that you're talking about an even game and an even amount of chances per team, but we're the team finishing those chances. And I think that's always a a good sign of a high-performance squad. So, yeah, I was really pleased for the girls um, in that department, for sure. It was much to like on both sides of the field, I, I thought. Um, and that first goal was always going to be hugely important. Uh, one into the mixer. We've seen uh, quality set-piece delivery from the side. And one player in particular, Michaela Fuster, a lot over the last uh, couple of years. But, you know, that, that uncertainty at the near post um, uh, created that goal-scoring chance. And getting that first was pretty important. Yeah, definitely. And I think credit to Chloe Not, I, I think I said on the commentary, both Chloe and Macy's goals were real signs of their player traits. I think Chloe's usually, if you watch her in the game, kind of one of the first one to get amongst the scraps and she's done it in a really positive area of the pitch and been able to poke that one home. But you, yeah, they were, Phoenix were a little bit under pressure before that, I would say, and then had a couple of chances and then, yeah, to go 1-0 up, I think, when it's a little bit of a cagey affair helps the team with a lot of confidence and the girls definitely settled down after that goal. So, yeah, it was really great to see. And that uh, free kick, we've played a clip of it. Um, I, I'd imagine you and Jason were sort of jumping up and down at Potidoa Park. That was something. It was a thing of real beauty and power too. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, we definitely jumped up. I've got to remember I'm on the mic sometimes in those moments, but <laughs> I think I was just filled with pride. I mean, I've been lucky enough to work with Macy for the last couple of years um, and being able to see her do that kind of behind the scenes and we were hoping, you know, people have been watching her in the last couple of years and now she's got the opportunity to show the world, you know, what she can do and she's the club's biggest ever deal but I think, look, I think we could be talking about, and it's, it's, a, it's the start of her professional career and I don't want to pump her tyres too much and put that pressure on her but there's a very good chance she could be the first ever sold player at the club. I mean, you see a quality like we haven't seen before. And, I, uh, yeah, I, I hope the, the progression continues because there's still even more we haven't seen of Macy. But she's someone that whenever she's on the ball, everyone's a little bit excited. And that's what gets fans to ground. So I think the club have done really, really well to get Macy along this season. You were very excited. If you allow me to take you back a few months during, uh, Katie joined us for the FIFA Women's World Cup and provided brilliant analysis. And I think it was a night we were calling uh, the team I predicted to do amazing things, Zambia, uh, at the World Cup, and they fell flat in their face. <laughs> and, and I was talking about, um, I think it was Millie, 
was a clear leaving. Um, and you said, don't worry, we've got Macy Fraser. And you sort of <laughs> leaned in and your eyes popped out, like almost popped out of your head. So knew, you knew there was something special there. My question is, why has it taken her so long to break into the site? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think um, Macy explained it really Is that one for the well former coach? Yeah. <laughs> I think Macy explained it really well. She said every player has their own journey and this is just hers. And I think, yeah, she's just turned just turned 21, so still super young. And I think, you know, there's little peaks and troughs within within a young player's career. And, yeah, I think I think it's worked out really well for Macy in the end, actually. Like, she's in a, in a bit of a peak at the moment, and there'll be some hard times still. But I think we've probably got Macy at her best um, – at her best form now uh, in the league. So I think that's really cool that she's entered at a time she's ready. Um, and, yeah, she's certainly lit up the entire league, not just the Wellington Phoenix already. So, yeah, I think every player's journey is different. It's a really great story for the academy girls too that, you know, we're talking about 16, 17-year-olds maybe that are trying to push for a contract and that would be great. But at the same time, if you work hard behind the scenes, it's, it's all going to work out if you're the right person and you work hard. So, yeah, it's a really great story for the club. Are the team having to sort of ch- change their expectations for the season ahead based on what they've done so far? Because they look like they can really foot it. Yeah, I think I I think where there's I guess with Paul being in with the squad, he's come from the academy, and it's always kind of a you against yourself uh, mentality. And I think that's fed into the team. You know, for all the teams uh, in the girls girls space at the club this year, we've talked about improving every game, and hopefully by your last game, you're in the grand final playing the best game you've ever played. So I think if they continue on that, you know, we've seen a more complete side every week from from the team. And I think if they just, you know, try and keep under the radar a little bit and keep getting <laughs> chipping away, I think, uh, yeah, the the outcomes that the team are capable of will naturally come. But, yeah, I think the, there's probably a few ex-squad members that are really happy with where they've come. The imports are probably really happy with how the season started. But, again, there's international windows coming up where... We know that squads have affected more than others, potentially. Um, yeah, so they're going to have to just true. keep switched on and, and, yeah, continuing on the path they're going on. Yeah, but they look like they have legitimate options, don't they? Uh, you, know, had the, you know, the really, really uh, sad news of Grace Wineski's, uh significant knee injury just 13 seconds into last weekend's game. Uh, Chloe, not so experienced, comes into the starting lineup, and now you're in a position to bring Annalie Longo off the bench. Uh, Flea will obviously want to start eventually, uh, but those options, especially in the middle of the part where the game is defined, Kate Taylor in there now really sort of evolving as a defensive midfielder, um, you know, the, the blocks to build something are, are quite obvious. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a, it's it's really, really special this year to have so much depth across the squad. You know, I'm lucky enough to be in the reserves team space, so I usually get, uh, I guess, the, the leftovers that don't make the game day squad and you're talking about players that have years and years of National League experience. Rebecca Lake not necessarily playing the most minutes she'd hope for but she's a quality player and you're bringing her on or you want to bring your subs on because they're genuinely going to change the game and I think, yeah, that's every coach's dream and look, it's really, really sad for Grace and like I think we'll miss something there but at the same time it's a 
good opportunity for those coming through. And even if you look at the National League this year, some of the midfielders within the academy are chipping away, doing a really good job. So I think, yeah, I just think we're dealing with a lot more depth than we have in previous years. And that's a credit to like all of the clubs around the country. And the National League has been a big part in developing young players and making them ready for the A-League. What was it like as an experience out of Porirua Park for I'll Let You Go, Katie? Oh, definitely, definitely really special, I think. Yeah, obviously, commentary-wise, it was a lot different, being a little bit more amongst the crowd, um, a lot more noisier, but just being able to hear the tackles, hear the hear the players call for the ball or, yeah, being able to see the players. You know, Macy's goal was super special. The crowd was buzzing. We've got the motorbikes <laughs> from down the street <laughs> that we can hear. So, yeah, it was definitely a really cool atmosphere, you know, I think. And as a starting point for Porirua Park, that's the exact type of game the club will want. And I think it's going to encourage a lot more people to get down and hopefully some more people from the community as well. I saw a lot of children there and I think... Yeah, continuing to get more people down to the game. But goals are a good way to get people involved in football if they don't know a lot about it. And those were, yes, three really important goals at different occasions of the game. Katie, thanks so much. Really do appreciate your time. Go enjoy your day. Thanks for dropping by. Thanks, Dan, and I'll see you soon.